We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Because I'm flying across the country to go watch something that I would like to enjoy. And you know what I don't want? Now who's the hero? You know what I don't want? Slobbering Sniffy Stevens or whomever sliding in from Sacramento going, yeah, can I sit here with you guys? No, a-hole, you can't. This is Gresh and Fourier. Lindholm, Orloff, Lindholm, Orloff's one-timer. The guy has some Ovechkin in him. And that's a 200-footer. Patrice Bergeron off the end board. I thought he might dish to Swayman. Coyle to Hathaway. Clifton, two-on-one. Clifton scores! Two shorties on one kill. <laughs> He's already dead. Andy Gresh. Hey, it's Lou. Here's Arroyo swinging and driving one high and deep to left field. It is way back, and it is gone. A grand slam over the monster for Christian Arroyo. Yay, baseball. Christian Fourier. Of course you should be at the combine. I mean, it's, you're, you're kicking the tires on the future of your team. All of these players are going to be coming in at the final two years of Mac Jones' very favorable rookie contract. So, yeah, it's important unless... You know, Bill is he's delegated so thoroughly and so well that Mac Rose got it. I don't think it's a big deal. But can you imagine them making a decision purely off the combine? Gresh and Fourier right now. I don't, I don't spike the football between my legs when I get one. No! Right on yeah. On WEEI. Oh, I missed that one, Billy. Oh, how about this? All right, so Gresh is in Vegas doing God, God knows what. Okay, yeah. we all saw Gresh, you know, tweeting pictures, talking about his trip and uh, all the issues that he had with security. But in his stay, in his place, is the one and only Lou Maloney, ladies and gentlemen. Lou Maloney, clap it up for Lou Maloney. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just when I think I'm out. Yeah. We you bring, you bring back me in. back in. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What are you saying, Paul? Oh, hello, Lou. You know, this is the way radio should be. I should just walk in here. I don't have a care in the world. I don't give a damn about your show. I Actually, know. I do care about you yeah. and your show. But yeah. I'm just saying, I can just sit back. You lead. I'll just. I'm just I know. Is, out. is it a little weird? Like, be honest. Is it a little weird. Like, a little role reversal now. Usually, you have the little, the little caller thing. Like, we're talking last night. We're talking pretty much all week. What do you yeah. want to do? What do you want to do? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what, should, what, should, what should I read up on? What should I catch up on? Don't worry about it. You, you're up to date. You're going to be Listen. up to date on everything. It's going to be four. And it's, it's a Friday. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I was texting you before, too. And I'm like, you know, everything to me is background music. Like, other than baseball, which yeah. is where I've been the last two and a half months or whatever you want to call it. So everything else is just, I'm like, yeah, let's just roll with it. I, got, I know a little bit about this. I know yeah. a little bit about that. 
but it's not my responsibility. So, so you try to get it out of me. I will. I'm okay. Gonna, yes, this is this is going to be the key. So th- today's going to be a lot of fun, though. I oh, actually think blast. today's going to be a lot of fun because uh, one, we're going to do headlines with Lou Maloney. Okay. Oh. So at eleven twenty, because. And I love it when I read the headline of, uh, you know, whatever, you know, column that somebody is writing. It yep. doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. So I'm going to go through a bunch of headlines with you at 1120. Nice. Uh, Razor's going to join us at uh, 12 o'clock. And we have the first ever history. We're making history today, Lou. Mm-hmm. The first ever episode of a segment that I like to call Jock Itch. You came up with this uh, title about what seven years ago? It's been a long, long time. I've been working. It's so funny you said that. I've been trying to get a show called Jockish. Now Forever. here's what here's what Jockish is. Okay, it's only ex jocks. Yeah. Okay, it's like you're baseball. I'm football. Razors, uh, obviously hockey. We just got to find a basketball player, and maybe we'll let a soccer player in. I don't know. I don't know if I want well, a soccer first, player involved. When you, when you first pitched this, I don't even know who the hell was in charge. Was, Joe was in charge. Okay, okay. Joe was in charge. And Joe was like, I love the idea. You guys can just go on the radio and talk about all your exploits. Yeah. As like professional uh, athletes and what it's like being, you know, with all the ladies. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, his, his, idea, <laughs> his idea of jockage was so different than yeah. like what I thought it was yeah. going to be. I thought it would just be interesting to have an obvious uh, – you know, just just four guys who play talking about the stories of the day. And obviously today is a NHL trade deadline. That's at three. So uh, Rays will be in at 12. And at 12, uh, right, 20, nothing but hockey talk from 1220 to 1. If you have a hockey question, if you have a, a hockey issue, if you want to know what they're doing, what they're up to, what the Bruins are up to, this is the time to get your calls in. And, of course, if you just want to call and say hi to Lou, Give him a hard We're time. We're doing calls? We are absolutely doing calls. I miss calls. Yeah, 617-779-7937. If you want to see Lou's beautiful face, all you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash WEEI or just listen on the Odyssey app. But real quick, I'm going to get to the Bruins, okay, because the Bruins beat the Buffalo Sabres uh, 7-1 last night at the Garden. Season high, ninth straight win and become the fastest team in NHL history to, to reach 100 points. They're actually at 101. And Jim Montgomery... Last night on uh, the fast start, it's a really it was really impressive. Like right away from the first couple of shifts, I saw the jump we had and the execution, and I was like, "We're going to be good tonight." And you could just tell, like we just had it. There are some days where I do remember playing Lou, where I just knew that it was going to be a good day. It just my legs felt fresh. Mm-hmm. I think we underestimate like heavy legs in sports, like how how much it can diminish your production. Right, so they get out at first. So no, no, no goals in the first period. Uh, two goals in, in the second, and then it's just okay. Then it it really looked pretty pathetic. I was like, somebody like throw the towel. That's what I was thinking about. Throw a damn towel. But you, you know, you mentioned that too. And you know, another thing that's easy on your legs and just mentally makes everything easy when you win every single night. Yeah, you know, it's like it's you just show up every day. Been on some teams, been on rolls, and you just show up every day, and you're like, all right, are we going to win by eight, or are we going to win by one or two? Because I know we're winning. And it just makes it so much easier to show up. These guys, absolute juggernaut. I know you probably want to get into it, but, you know, what Sweeney does at the deadline, that is a general manager that believes in your team. You know, you always hear all the time, Red Sox last few, well, we didn't do much because we believe in the guys in the locker room. We could turn it around with these guys in the clubhouse. It's like, no, no, that's... That's, tell, that's telling me you don't believe in them because you didn't add. What Sweeney did says, I know we're the best team in hockey. Hell, we're like historic. Last night, getting to 100 points quicker than any team in history. But we still want more. 
screw the draft picks. I want more, which is what every fan of the organization wants. See, they're rolling. It, it, that is funny that you said that because also last night, Jim Montgomery uh, kind of threw some flowers at uh, Don Sweeney. Here it is. You don't have a team that wins this consistently unless your general manager has built a great team. And he has. You know, we got drafted players, we got traded players, and we have homegrown players that have been here for a long time that love being Bruins. And, you know, it speaks volumes as to what he's built here. <laughs> I don't nice. think Sweeney gets enough credit. Well, I would say this. I would, uh, last time I was here, it was kind of earlier in the season. Um, I go back to Bruce Cassidy being traded. And yeah, they, I mean, getting, getting, uh, fired rather. And it was like, they fired the wrong guy. They should have fired Don Sweeney. Go back to what was it, the Mitchell Miller signing. God, it's such a good start. And then you go and screw it up, Don, by signing Mitchell Miller, the controversy surrounding that. And now you sit there and say, oh, thank God they didn't get rid of Don Sweeney. The guy has put like a roster together that is, that, that is deep, that is loaded. Now he's making moves at the deadline. Everything he has done has been fantastic for this club, including, Signing your boy Pastanak the other so, day. So, that, so that's that's the so the clip you just heard that was on on what Sweeney built. Here's the one I really based off what you just said yeah. about Don Sweeney all in that whole thing. Jim Montgomery last night on uh, and if you listen at the end, there's a, he talks about Sweeney. And there's a quick pause, and this is what I want to get into you next. Here it is. It's been really amazing to watch them want to be great because it's. With the schedule and everything, it, it's it's really impressive. But you can't do it unless you have two great goalies. You have a decor that can shut people down and can help you score, and you got four lines that help you every night. I don't think Don Sweeney gets enough credit. See that that was that was the money line right there for me. To your point, who does deserve the most credit? Is it all Sweeney? Because I know, like, whenever you, whenever we talk about a franchise, I know with the Patriots is always different because it's like because it's Bill. Bill gets all the credit because he's, uh, you know, he's the fact. I mean, after, what is it? Uh, so you went uh, Scott Pioli, then you went Nick Casario, and those were the obvious ones who were in charge of the team, even though Nick Casario at times didn't even have a title. You still always gave credit to Bill Belichick. Danny Ainge got a lot of credit, mm-hmm. hoarding all those picks, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, then when he had an opportunity to draft early in rounds, he, he took uh, – uh, Terry Rozier, he took a Marcus Smart, he took a Jalen Brown, then he took Jason Tatum. I mean, he's basically the brainchild of the foundation of the Celtics. Brad Stevens shouldn't really get a lot of credit, even though he made some moves too, similar to Sweeney. So when it comes to the Bruins, who should get the most credit? It's, well, I would say Sweeney, number one. I mean, you got to give some credit to Jim Montgomery, too, being a new coach coming in here and changing a little bit of things up philosophy-wise. But Sweeney's the guy. You know, you bring back a guy like Krejci. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you need a second-line center, but I don't think Krejci's the answer. Guy hasn't been in the NHL in a year. Well, he's got, what, 49 points. You're able to bump coil down to that third-line center, which everybody feels like he should have been in the first place. You know, then you go out and you make some trades. Zach has been fant- fantastic. Like, some of these moves that he's cut off of this roster, guys that he's brought in, they've all fit. And he's created this deep team. Um, you know, whether it's defense core, whether it's the lines, you name it. I mean, and then he went out and improved it even more so at the trade deadline. He deserves all the credit right now. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll give him all the blame. Like, this is the thing. Like, you want to blame can, GMs? Can you? Well, at this point at in time. you can. Yeah. Time, not now, but I'm just saying we'll rip guys when it's deserving. But when it's time to kind of you know, throw some flowers their way, you should. Because Don Sweeney's been fantastic this year. So I saw this quote after the game where it was basically like one of the players, I think it was Marshawn, like saying, like, hey, now it's up to us. So 
you wanted this guy, you wanted to keep this guy, you you guys are taking less money, we we add, we add, we add, we're, and then we're not just adding like stop gaps, we're adding you know, high-end talent where we've completely given up all our first-round picks for the next, I don't know, three years. Like, they don't have any picks at all. Perfect. At all. Not good at so picks have, anyways. Well, I mean, it is funny <laughs> because they have flat-out decided that it just doesn't matter, and they're just going to go after it no matter what. And it is funny just just all the uh, all the picks that they don't have. But the, the core of their of their team is still around for a long period of time. And, you know, there's still questions about Bergeron and Krejci that I don't think you really need to get into. I don't know why you would want to get into the future of them right now, given the way this team is playing. But you're absolutely right. And what he's created, the depth-wise, bringing Orloff over here, which has been, he's been outstanding ever since he showed up. You got he and Lindholm right now as your second pair. I mean, that's, that's deep. You know, Grizz and McAvoy in your first pair, that's deep. You look at some of these lines, you go up and down. You know, bringing in uh, Bertuzzi. Looks like Taylor Hall might be out for a while, but that's all right. You bring in another guy, a veteran that's been around this league for a long time. So he's built it, you know. And, and again, I go back to last time I remember talking to Bees early on, and it was like, ah, you know, they're going all in for one year. You know, they're bringing back all these guys for one year. And be honest with you, though, they're not good enough. They'll be good, but if you're going to make a run for one more year, they don't have the talent to win a cup. And here we are months later, and it's obvious they're one of the best teams. They're the best team in hockey, and it's historic. I almost feel like. And this is probably jinxing them, but they're too good to fail. That really don't go there. No, that's my point. I listen. I said I don't want to jinx them, but they're too good to fail. Now, I actually, I actually talked to like when uh, when Patrick Kane signed with the uh, when he was traded to the Rangers. I called a buddy of mine who's, you know, you know, I am an insider. I'm still a hockey insider, Lou. I gotta be honest with you. I don't even recognize I, this side of you right now. I'm I am a hockey insider. I come in, it's like for you. What are we gonna start with? We're gonna start Bruins. I'm we're gonna, gonna do, start yeah. Blah. We're we're gonna start with blah blah you, hockey talk. You really are a hockey insider. I mean, blah, this is blah, what it blah, is. Blah, hockey talk. Like so, so, so my buddy talked about the fact that that was the best team that they have had nine strong top nine players uh, since 1994. Christian Fourier, hockey insider. Yeah, this yeah. is this is who I am now. Can you imagine? You leave for a couple months and you come back, and I'm like, uh, I'm wearing my uh, bee sweater, talking about how <laughs> oh, I love the bees, man. I love talking Frederick, about, talking like talking like no. Hey, you, the way, I'm scrappy. like, I'm scouting guys in Providence. <laughs> I'm scouting guys in Providence. <laughs> that, that is what I think. You know, this is this is where you I know think the, the system. This is <laughs> this is where I think the problem is, Lou. I do think the problem is that at this point in time. Like whatever, however you want to call it, the hay is in the barn. They're too good to fail. Like that, ultimately, I'm surprised somebody hasn't like kind of used that as a headline because what is left for them to do? Just, I know the trade line, trade deadline is at three o'clock. They made two trades last week. They made another one. The uh, was it yesterday? They're flexing. There's nothing else to do. They're flexing. And, and then, just, God forbid, Taylor Hall actually comes back from this. Uh, you know his. Uh, uh, what is it? TLR, like where he's like uh, IR, like long term, long term IR. Yeah, long-term IR. Foligno, short-term, right? So hopefully you get him back. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're going to get – and then you got Marshy. I guess that's that's probably the only issue you're talking about, like, is the injury bug. All right, Marshy leaves yesterday in the second period, but they don't – I don't know. They don't think that he's going to be out too, too long. But that's your concern. I mean, you're deep enough to withstand it. But you, what you don't want is – I mean, think about it. If you can get Taylor Hall back here in another month or so – Think about how deep you can be now with the ad, with the addition of Bertuzzi, but the injury bugs is really the only thing that can kind of kill him right now. Yeah, and to me, it's almost it's kind of I hate to say, it's kind of boring. Like maybe last night's game was not a indicator, but it was just so easy, and it's almost it was almost like okay, throw the towel. They 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 can't withstand it. There's just when everybody when the score is seven to one, like seven to one, 
They, I just feel like, you know, somebody needs to have a – there needs to be a mercy killing. But we're going to take your calls all day, 617-779-7937. Uh, you're not in a time warp. This isn't the, the MFers back from, like, 2017 or whatever the hell um, we were back in mid-days. Back. <laughs> uh, who deserves the most credit for the for the Bruins? Is it Don Sweeney or is it Tim Montgomery? Jim Montgomery. Or is it the players, or really? Bill Montgomery. Uh, Bill Montgomery. Like, all the Montgomerys in the Montgomery family. Yes. And do the Patriots have a Matt Patricia problem? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OC. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. See, when Nick has a good song, like I'm like not even worried about the red light coming on. You're all Greg Hill. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm a little Greg Hill on Playing that for one. About two We've been all over the place, though. I mean, Courtney was in here earlier during the cross, and she was loving the the Barbie song music that you played the other day, Nick. I don't remember what it oh, was. I played Barbie Girl after the Barbie Girl extension. Because he played oh, Barbie he, Girl in Lake Tahoe. He loves that song. That Yeah, I, I haven't heard that song in, I don't know, forever. So it wasn't a rejoin. It was just something that you just added. That's why I don't remember it. Because she sent me a text. Like, no, oh, it was I a love- rejoin. Yesterday. It was? Second segment. Yep. Oh, there you go. He's paying attention. He pays attention all the time. Yeah, you're good. All well, the time. well, I mean, so, okay. So you're, so moments. this voice that you're hearing right here is Lou Maloney. If it. you want to call in and talk to Lou, you got a question for Lou, uh, don't worry about it. Do Reminisce a little 11, bit. Right? We are going to do some baseball. Ooh. We were actually going to do a lot of baseball when I think about it because there's you've been down you were down in Fort Myers for a while boots in the ground you are boot you are you know who are oh no boots you're, in the you're, you know you're going to hate this Don't comparison do it to me. you're going to hate this comparison you know me. who you are now for us you're for, Evan Lazar oh my god pew, pew pew you're the insider with the breaking everything down with the pitch selection and the the back end and this and that and the I don't dive into the spin it rate and I'll all let those that other stuff. guys do the spin rate analytics stuff. 
I'll let the other guy. Do you do what? Do, what when, how does that even work for you now when you're calling a game? Like, do you dig into the? Are you like, what is it like when you're calling a game? Like, do, do you have a big computer screen with like, talking about spin rate? No, no. A lot of it's more like prep work. You know, if you want to get into that stuff, I get into that stuff. I lose some of the numbers. I don't use some of the numbers. I got to explain some of the numbers. Some people want the numbers. Some people don't. So it's just sort of like that balance. What is it? What is? How has it been? How has it been received so far? Do you like the? Uh, like I, I saw you getting a lot of like props. A lot of people loving themselves. I like some doing it. Yeah, I like doing it. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was full games. Great game. I know we want to get into it more later on, but it's it's a game changer. It's the greatest rule change in sports. To be honest with you, the pitch yeah. clock. I've never seen a game change more with a pitch clock like baseball has, and it's fantastic. We'll save it. We're going to do that in the next hour. So. Uh, is Jim Montgomery right? Um, Don Sweeney does not get enough credit. And before we get into that, if you want to get on that, at 617-779-7937. I also mentioned, do the Patriots have a Matt Patricia problem? A lot of blame has been going his way. He's the scapegoat of last year's 8-9 season. But what do you think about the Poster, Posternock signing? Um, I think it's like the last black cloud that's kind of hovering over this team. And, and he just erased it. You know, because you, you could sit there, and I'm sure the cynics will be like, oh, it's a great year, but, you know, great. You know, they win a cup, but then what? You know, it's like you can't even enjoy a great season. Yeah, they got a shot of winning the cup. That should be all that matters. You know, but then when you look at the future of it, which, like I said before, I don't know why you would just enjoy the moment. You could say, well, Pasta's going to leave at the end of the year, and Bergeron could leave at the end of the year, and Krejci could leave at the end of the year. But when you now know that Pasta's in the mix for the next, what, eight years at $90 million, now you start looking around, and you start looking at the guy, the pieces that are going to be here. You know, and, and if Krejci or if Bergeron were to walk, you'd say, okay, they're big holes to fill, and especially with their contract status. But you know you've got your best player returning. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Again, the last black cloud hanging out over a team. Because we saw it last year with guys like Bogarts. We would have seen it this year with guys like Devers, but they locked him up. And I think that matters in, in a locker room. So you're talking about the uh, you know the foundation now. So right now, so yeah. after that signing, so Pasternak is signed through 2030-31. Charlie McAvoy signed through 29-30. Lynn Holm is signed through 29-30. Zaka is signed through 26-27. Uh, Carlo is signed through 26-27. Charlie Coyle um, signed through 2025-2026. Yeah. That's, That's a pretty good base right there. That's a pretty good foundation because I was asking Gresh the other day when it comes to foundational pieces, you know, in baseball, I don't even know what it, what would it, what would what would be the holy trinity of a baseball team. The three most important positions on a baseball team would be what? I would want, uh, I guess, two starters. I would want a so closer. So you're taking two spots. Well, no, you only got like, you only got three. It's a holy trinity. So that's three people, right? A starter, an ace. A starter, an ace, a okay. A superstar position player. What are you talking about? Like a Devers. Okay, third base, whatever. I think okay, baseball, the problem is with baseball, I think you need more than three. Well, you only, this, the rules are you only get three. Okay, then I will go with closer. Give me a, give me a star starter, a star closer, and a uh, stud position player. Yeah, so for, for hockey, it's, you know, your goalie, your, you know. Top uh, score, top defenseman. Top defense score, man. top defenseman. It's real simple. In football, goalie, it's, pasta, McAvoy. What do you think it would be for football? Quarterback. Left tackle? Pass rusher. Okay, so it was either a pass rusher or a cornerback for me. Yeah. Either one I was fine with, but they're they're sitting pretty good right now. I don't see how anyone would actually have any concerns because I don't see anybody bitching or complaining about the future. I don't hear anybody saying, hey, they've mortgaged the future. No. That is what we – like, you remember the whole Kevin Love, like the Celtics, when the Celtics were trying to build, he was everything was like – 
He was at Fenway. With Rondo? With was Rondo. Rondo? And he, somebody brought a glove. It was a long time ago. Oh, real quickly, though, aside real quick, yeah. we'll, we'll get to some calls, is that I think Gresh shares your 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 passionate uh, disdain for uh, Doug Flutie. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what do you mean passionate disdain? I don't think I've ever talked publicly about it. We got into this whole conversation about what, when, when are you too old to bring a glove to a game? Oh, yeah, yeah, that part of it. When yes. are you too old? Actually, you tell me. When are you too old to bring a glove to a game? Uh, post-grad. Post-grad? You're a college kid. You want to go with some buddies and bring a glove? That's fine. Once you graduate college, no more glove. You're now an adult. But You're in the real it's world. It's a field of dreams. No, let what your are we kid doing? do it. Let your kid do it. Well, you could catch Use the ball your bare hands like a man. Oh, that's what it is. Use your cup of beer Use the f- like a yeah. man. Ricochet off your face like a man like we all do. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to Teddy and Ashley. What's up, Teddy? Hey, how you guys doing? What's hey, up, Teddy? I, I want- Hey, I want to welcome Lou back to the show again. Thank you, sir. And, uh, and, and Lou, I want to send my condolences on the passing of Big Lou. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I actually attended the services of the wake at uh, Mattery's Funeral Home. Mm-hmm. There was a, like a who's who's of, of uh, baseball there. It was unbelievable to see all the people came out to pay their respects. I want to wish you congratulations on your new uh, job with the Red Sox. I wish you well with that. And I want to share a quick flashback to your history with the, with the Red Sox early in your playing career, when you were in the on deck circle. I was in the fan, in the stands, yeah. and there was a fan that stood up and said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Do you remember that? Oh boy! Uh, he said, "Wait, wait!" He said the wrong thing to Lou. A fan said the wrong thing yeah. at the wrong time. Did Lou? Did Lou yeah. demand the the, the person uh, leave the stadium like they do in the NBA? How dare you be so mean to I me? I don't remember that one, Teddy. Can Can you say uh, it on the air? This month, I can start. It started with Framingham S's, and you were in the on deck circle, and your eyeballs turned to the fan, and the fan wilted into his seat. And that was, I never saw the fan again don't after you, that. Don't you, don't you, you dare that? say that about Framingham, right, Teddy? You know, I would never say that about the clockers out there in Ashland. Hmm. Framingham <laughs> rocks, my man. Thanks, Teddy. All right. Thank you, Teddy. This is the thing. This is, I know. It's like, I, I, People just want to call and say hello to you, and, and this is what it's way it's always been. People would call in just to kind of talk about you and a Lou Merloni story. Yeah, what you need is either to quit, get fired, or just get yeah. off the radio because the text, they've never been so nice. Oh, my God, Lou, we miss you. Last time I was here, it was like, you suck. Get <laughs> off the radio. I don't want to ever hear you again. I don't know what Twitch is saying, but they hated me. Uh-huh. Now, all of a sudden, you come back, and it's like, hey, good to have you. I never had that kind of love. Uh, I, love hated me. I love this one, yeah. We got the MFers. <laughs> Is Tim Benz going to make an appearance? Bring back Tim. Special you dig? call on the you 1 dig? o'clock hour. You dig? <laughs> uh, so have you been following the the, the Patriots at all? I have, yes. Uh, the offseason, the combines going out. I do feel like, so there's, uh, we've been talking a lot about Matt Patricia, yeah. and I do think the Patriots have a Matt Patricia problem. Yeah. Because I just don't know what they do with them. On one hand... They could easily kind of, you know, put them upstairs, have them do contracts, you know, uh, just, you know, just keep them out of the way. And then, and then, and then at the same time, you feel like he's actually like a walking, talking example of how bad things were last year. And I think, I don't think anyone really personally, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to anybody about this, really wants the interaction. I also feel like they ruined his career. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I think they ruined Absolutely. his career. And I feel like. I mean, to me, he was always been a sympathetic figure anyways, but, you know, does he deserve better? Yes, he does. And I saw that Volan article, and I agree 100%. Patricia deserves better than what he got from the Patriots. 
remember saying early in the fall that Bill Belichick hiring Matt Patricia and Joe Judge is the worst mistake Bill Belichick's ever made as a head coach. And right away, people went to like Malcolm Butler for one game. I get it, whatever. This was a 17-game season, and I still stand by it. They and, and, and the response to Volan's article was, no, he doesn't. He sucked as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. He's not an offensive coordinator. Tell, tell me something I don't know. We all knew that before the season started. Who's the guy that thought he could? I mean, it was Belichick. Now, Belichick ordered the code red, and when it went wrong, he cut these guys loose. He had Markinson sign the phony transfer order, and he doctored the logbooks. <laughs> it was like Jessup in A Few Good I Men. It's funny. It, it, seriously, like, he put these guys in a position to fail. They failed, and now their reputation's worse than it's ever been. If he brought him back and did him a favor and put you know, Joe Judge in special teams and put Matt Patricia on defense and let him rebuild their reputation, they may actually have a job in this league right now. But he put him in a position to fail. They failed, and we blame Patricia? Yeah. Who the hell thought it was no, going to work what a, what other a, than Bill? What a great situation. But well, here's the thing, though. It was Mac for a while. I mean, it was Mac. Mm-hmm. The, one person, the, the one person who openly said, hey, I'm the coach. I hire, blame me. Like, he actually said, hey, it's going to be my fault. I make all the decisions. So Are we? When it all ends terribly, point the finger at me, blame me. Well, no. It's like... The whole gaslighting thing. Like, no, nobody's going to blame you. They're blaming Matt Patricia, which, which I think is nuts. I think the one guy who deserves the least amount of blame is Matt Patricia. If we're going to play the, the blame game, abs- I'm going to go zero. Zero blame because I never expected it to be any good in the first yeah. place. It was bound to fail. If Steve DiFilippo made you the head chef at Davio's. <laughs> exactly. And the food went downhill. Yeah. I think... Should they blame you? Yeah. Hey, you know what? He he can cook in the kitchen. I know he should be able to cook in a restaurant. Why is it your fault? You're like, I'm doing you a cooks favor. Cooks are cooks. And then we find out through this report card that they're cheap bastards. Yeah. And now it all sort of makes sense. It's like you had two coaches for nothing. You had a couple of holes, and you just filled your buddies in there. And that's why we even said, back when Bill said, just blame me, I'm accountable for it. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, what, what, how are you gonna? How are we gonna hold you accountable? You're not gonna lose your job, and you know when it's all said and done, the reaction is gonna be exactly what it is from Patriot fans. You either blame Matt Patricia and Joe Judge because they're incompetent and bad at what they do, or you start turning on the quarterback Mac Jones. And no one's looking at the guy that made it all happen. Who? It was an epic disaster. It was year two of a quarterback. He has now fallen back. There's no way you have the same opinion of Mac Jones as you did after year one, even if you're a fan of Mac Jones. You now have questions about how he acted, whether it's really in there or not. You, you know, in the back of your mind, you're blaming Patricia, but you got to admit, nobody feels as good about the kid as they did after year one. No, they don't. And, and it's because of it's because of Bill. No, and, but I just feel like the 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 progress is just a tad delayed. Is all. Remember, we went through a whole exercise, and I'm not going to do it again because it took a lot of work. Where if you take first year quarterbacks with a lot of success traditionally, always have a worse second year. Call it the sophomore slump. Call it whatever you want. Guys who have, like, a crappy first year, you know, if they're either, if they're crappy, they're crappy. It doesn't matter. Right. But if they got talent, there's an obvious uptick. They learn, they, they learn all their mistakes. They, they figured out the offense. They overcame their coaching. Talk about, talk about players that, that have over, like, when you look at uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's with Urban Meyer. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Now it looks like 
the Jacksonville Jaguars actually have something that's going to be really lasting. It's going to be they're going to be competitive. They're going to own that division. Like they, their quarterback is now is speaking. They're speaking about Trevor Lawrence the same way they they're speaking about Justin Herbert, Josh Allen in the beginning. I mean, that's going to be those teams. That division that's going to be a tough out with the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're spending also. Yeah, and I just I just feel like it's you never want to burn down a year. Right, he's a first-round draft pick. It's a five-year contract. Every year, to me, matters because you have decisions to make. You can make it after year three, right? That's the first time you can extend a guy. And by year four, you better know, you know what's going on. Look at Lamar Jackson. You, some of these guys, Kyler Murray, you want to get as many answers as you possibly can about your franchise quarterback, whether it is somebody I'm moving forward with or not. And when you burn a year down and you have a guy take maybe a step or two back, for multiple reasons. It's not all his fault. It's a chaos that's around him. I just feel like you you just it was the worst case scenario. You played an entire football season and I don't know if you've learned anything. I don't know what if do you, you know What do you mean you don't know if you if you, you don't learned know if anything about future. Mac? You don't know if he's the future. Oh no, that's my point. It's been delayed. It's that's what I mean. So you've burned the year down. You still don't know. You still don't know. Now maybe next year with Billy O, he goes nuts. Maybe they actually give him a number 1 wide receiver. Maybe Thornton turns into something. We'll see who ends up coming back here. Maybe you have a better idea after year three. But now all of a sudden there's a little more urgency to find out how good this guy can be because I need to know if I'm going to commit with him. See, I do think that there was, there was so much heat on Mac, especially his demeanor and his body language and his open signs of frustration that I think was, you know, I thought he kept it together under the circumstances based on what he was going through. But now there really are no excuses now. So now what you're looking for is you're not going to – I feel like like when you were in school, your teacher, if she was really cool or he was really cool, we're going to take out your worst test. You know what? Screw it. You know what, guys? Hey, I've surprised you with that test. You know what? Like, let's. I want everyone to have a happy summer. So I'm going to take your worst test, and I'm going to throw it out. Can it's I not going to be part of your average. Can I keep my best one? Because then I really I absolutely, like it. So usually that, – see, that was the rub, <laughs> though, back in, my, back in my day. They would say, we're going to take out your best and your worst. No, 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 no. no. Just the best. Just the worst. <laughs> the worst, right? Not, yeah. You don't understand how this works. Yeah. It's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> we want to go into the summer happy with our parents yeah. not ripping us. Yes. But I do think – so you're going to have to – now what you're going to do is you're going to mulligan that second year. I almost feel like everybody on that offense gets a pass. Everybody on the offense gets a free pass. Every last one of them. I, I mean, I, I can't stand Trent Brown, but I, I would even give him one. I would give Trent Brown a pass, mm-hmm. you know, based on how bad he was last year. But Mac Jones, I think the expectations and the pressure is going to be twice that it was going into his second year. I think it's going to be worse for him than it would be because, hey, listen, um, we saw how bad it was. Now you're on year three. You're on year three. You got one of well, you know. You look at all the the quarterbacks that he has coached, that he has developed. They were all good. Even the bad ones were good. Even the bad quarterbacks that that uh, Bill O'Brien coach ended up being more than serviceable. No, I, listen, I agree with you as far as the pressure goes because you know last year, you know you can look around and say it was a built-in excuse given what he was dealing with. No excuses this year. You have an experienced offensive coordinator, and if it doesn't work, then maybe we find out even more from you. But just in the last calendar years, there's discussions that people are having nationally, locally about Mac Jones that they never had before. You know, is he a baby? Does he whine too much? Does he have the right to complain to his coaches? You know, is he the guy you want to move forward with? You know, whether it's people backing him or, or stories behind the scenes, say, you know, that, that they didn't like the way he handled certain things. You know, so it's, 
these discussions yes, you never want to have about a player, and you don't want to have to like defend them as a player and go out there and have to show them that that's really not me, that last year was really messed up. See, his personality, now we've talked to him a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But unintentionally, his personality got massively exposed because the veteran players, the guys that talk on you know all these different platforms, the Foxes and McCourty ESPN, talking about him? Well, McCourty was was like that praising his, him. That is back. The people in New England don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know why he did that? I see. I, I look at that and go, "Here's a guy that was talking with the offensive players and the receivers on the bus, on the plane, in meetings, hanging out, whatever." And they were all bitching and complaining about it. Yeah. They they all hang out together, so you could easily and. Not that Devin McCourty would really know what's going on in the meeting rooms or what plays are going to go. He knows how dysfunctional it but was. But he knows how dysfunctional it is. So he sits there and goes, damn. Boy, he's nobody's saying anything? This guy's been in the league forever. He knows what dysfunction looks like. He knows what, like, you know, novices, like, you know, people who don't know what they're doing. He's seen it. But you know what the problem is with Devin's comments? That, you know, it's like people in New England, the fans don't know what they're talking about. All right, you know what would help? And I don't know. I've been out of the loop, so you tell me. What would really help if Bill Belichick came out and other than just said he could play in this league, if he actually had his back, if he actually told people who he was, what he's about, how he works, how good he is, how good he can be, that would sort of shut everybody up. Why hasn't he done that yet? He did it with Cam. Why isn't he done yet for this kid? I'm going to answer. After everything I, I, he's I, going that's through, actually, why okay. wouldn't you have his back? So why, what, why doesn't Bill have his back? Why doesn't he just why say, he I will leave tell it you. There? I will tell you when we come back because there's two things. Max working out at, at BC. He's working out together. There was a study. I want to get your opinion. Uh, they pulled uh, 1,300 players. They just ripped the Patriots facilities. I want to know what it's like with the Red Sox facility. But I'm going to answer that question when we first come back. WEI. WEI. New England sports original. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. All right, we're back. Gresham Fourier and Lou Maloney sitting in uh, at 11 o'clock. Um, Lou's going to tell us what the hell's been going on down in Fort Myers, and uh, we're going to do a, uh, a rule review with Lou. You can't shift. Uh, there's a clock for all the pitchers, which we all love. We're going to get uh, boots on the ground information on that at 11:45. Everybody, I'm going to. Uh, I, I don't want. You, I hope your mom's not listening, Lou. Oh, Lou Maloney is losing his virginity live on radio. Jeez, that is happening for real. Mom. It is well because isn't it weird? Like if you're talking about sex in front of your mom. Okay, we're talking about sex in front of my, you know, my wife. Talking about me losing my virginity with. Whatever. Don't over worry. There. The parlay, the 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 parlay is at uh, prime time parlay. Let's That's do right. this thing. I'm You're losing one and your baby. And you should be really good. Like I sucked I got for a, a while, and I will tell you what. I'm now four zero. They're not giving you it's the longest, oh, yeah. right? Tell Billy. Billy, you Billy really craps enough. on me every day. Yeah. I don't think he likes the fact that I brag about it, but listen, no, I'm fine like, with the bragging. But the problem is, Lou, he's ha- he's done it half the time, half as many times as everybody else. Well, here's the thing: he's so not it's the smallest sample size that he's working off. He, of. He's not up with the terminology. Nope. Right. So that might be like the thing, you know. So it sort of sounds weird when I know, you know I just I just know who I like. I don't need to go uh, money line. Uh, this like right. uh, I just want to know. Hey, I I think this team's gonna win. How about right. I gotta find a blind yeah. squirrel every now and then? Yeah, 
I, I, and then it's like the line's three and a half, and you're like, what's that mean? How much do I got to win by? You're like, four. You're like, I, I, okay, I, wow. I was in the same boat when I joined the show. <laughs> Were <laughs> you really? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not much of a gambler. But now. Oh, you sound I'm like a professional, though. I'm still not much of a gambler. I literally go up, I'll see the schedule, I'll see last ten games, I'll see who's playing where, who's hurt, and just make a pick. Bill, you got seven days. What is it? Eight, seven or eight days before the whole thing goes going on your Yo, phone. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. You better I, figure I, I this thing out. I refuse to put the app on my phone. Figure this thing out. Mm. I can't wait for that. That sounds good. And is it true that at one, Mego's coming in for the last hour? <laughs> yeah, we should have Mego. <laughs> Mego should come in for the cross at least just to Yo, say hello to everybody. Glenn. Get him on for Oh, that would be great. You know, can we get Glenn, Tim, uh, Mutt? Can we get, again, it's good. Hey, let's bring them all back for a quick reunion. I'm in. And then at 12, at 12, obviously the NHL uh, hockey uh, deadline, trade deadline is at 3 o'clock today. Uh, Razor is going to be in from uh, 12 to 1. Nice. So all your hockey questions, all your hockey talk, all your information, and the first ever episode of what I, what I like to call Jockich. Okay. That's so at 12. Tell me why Bill Belichick hasn't backed his quarterback other than saying, yeah, I think he can play in this league. Because I don't think he's sure. And I don't think he wants to admit it and kind of back him and, uh, you know, identify him as, like, you know, the guy because I think there's still um, – he thinks there's probably still a lot of question marks. So why defend him when you know you're going to have to hold on to that opinion, right? Anything he says, it's 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 going to be used against him. So, hey, you know, I know he's, he's the guy. This, this is it. This is that. He's our guy. I don't think he actually – 100 is – I don't think he's sure about it. Which so is, why yeah. go on record saying it? Which is why, like – when I hear Devin McCourty on the NFL Network talking about, yeah, Patriot fans aren't, you know, saying some things about Mac, they don't know what they're talking about. He's this, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's the guy, he's the future, he's everything. And I would say, okay, I get it. You know, you're a teammate of his. You see it. You probably have a lot more information than anybody talking about him. You obviously do. But at the same point, I don't know how you can fault Patriot fans for not knowing. Because as you point out, I agree with you. I don't think the coach does. And by his words and his actions approving that. Or or it's just some Jedi mind trick. It's like old school Bill Belichick. I mean, how much Bill you want to break Parcells. the kid down, though? He's already broken Again, down, wouldn't you think? I, I, I don't. Time wouldn't to build them up. Would, wouldn't it exactly? Okay, you've torn him down enough. We hear so many like uh, reports, sources say, hey, that uh, own, uh, people in the building were frustrated. People didn't the way the, the, didn't like the way he acted. Uh, it was a rough year. All that stuff. He's reading and listening to all of it. I agree with you. Time to build him up. Now, Bill O'Brien, offensive coordinator, will probably have his own version of that. But I have a hard time believing that uh, that uh, you know Mac Jones rolls in out of shape, unprepared, not ready to prove everybody wrong. Like right now. So we just saw this report. Uh, there was a tweet out there that uh, Mac Jones uh, is working out uh, at BC. Yeah, it looks like BC. It looks like he's lifting. Well, yeah, he's, BC. He's running right, run, running routes with uh, who is he out there with? Um, uh, Johnu Smith, who needs a lot of help. If I'm Johnu Smith, I live in Mac Jones's house. I take the spare bedroom, and I make sure he knows where I'm at all the time because he needs to save his career. Wide receiver Lynn Bowden. Okay, and then uh, wide receiver Slade Bolden, Who? the guy he played with at Alabama. He was like, he's basically, you know, your, you know, typical, you know, you know, white white slot receiver, white guy, slot guy. He's a slot guy, yeah. Five nine, quick inside the box. Quick, yeah, quick inside the box. <laughs> real, you know, he's real sure handed. Yeah. You can trust him. Shifty, yeah, yeah. shifty guy. Yeah. You know, you, he's never gonna let you down. He's always gonna be in the right spot. It's like if he was playing basketball in the NBA, they would give the same scouting report. Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> 
Uh, he's really trusty. He works really hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's always in the right spot. Oh, he's a good shooter, like technically sound. Doesn't freelance. <laughs> but that's what they're saying about him. But Thornton was there with him too, correct? Because I know that was a big deal. I didn't like, see Cor- uh, Thornton think, on I think there, he but was. yeah, because it was like, ah, yeah, Thornton's take, catching passes from Zappy, and then and there was some criticism. Why is it Mac doing? Well, now Mac is. Well, so, all I know is Mac. He's a little bit stronger than I thought it was. He's sitting right here. He's pushing up like eighty pounds on the bench. Excuse me. Dumbbell bench. He's got oh, dumbbell yeah, bench. Yeah, okay, yeah. not eighty pounds. No dumbbell bench. Yeah, he'd be weak guy, as hell. Is, oh, there he is, right there. Check out. Oh yeah. If you want to check. This guy is benching eighty pounds. Yeah. Just lifting the bar. Yeah. Up. Like what well, is the that? bar? Is, is forty five. Qu- not even two quarters on each side. No, no, no. That would be what four? That would be one oh five. Right, two quarters would yeah. be yeah, yeah ninety five, yeah. wouldn't it? Ninety five, yeah. There you go. Well, you're you're better eighty pound dumbbells. Yeah, there's fifty. There he is. I okay. I don't think anybody is questioning whether Mac Jones is working right now, working hard, coming in. Right. I, I don't think that there's any doubt that the kid works hard. I just think that you know it would be nice if Bill came out and said, you know, I, I liked what I saw from him. I thought he was being a leader. I want a guy to lead. If he doesn't see something he likes, I want that from him. And I know a lot of people are criticizing him, took a step back, but it was, uh, you know, it was a tough, to, tough, you know, situation that we put him in. And I thought he did outstanding. That, and he's our that, future, but, but I can't that get is, that from him he, because he would have to admit failure. That's the thing. He's never going to admit that he was wrong. So rather than you, you admit failure, you, you think... leave this kid out there just hanging out. Yes. There. Okay, that's nice. Yes. That's nice. That's your quarterback. I mean, do I mean, do you think he admitted failure to to Kraft when they had that postseason meeting and they sent out that press Sounds release like talking was about to. we're going to hire an offensive coordinator? You don't think he had? Do you think he admitted? Do you actually think those words can actually come out of his mouth? I was r- r- wrong, Mister Kraft. My bad. All cooks can't cook at a cook at a restaurant. I mean, what are we doing? I don't know if he admitted it to Robert or not, uh, or not, but Robert seemed to with that letter. This is coming out right away. We're going to admit that we made some mistakes. That we're going to make a lot of changes. You know, so I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Bill did it or not. But I know one thing: Robert looks at it as a mistake. That's really what matters at this point between those two. What do you think about Robert Kraft? Uh, real quickly, you know this whole report that came out from the NFL. Uh, about how bad the facilities and the more importantly, how bad the plane is and how uh, bad travel is. I, that's the one thing we were talking about before. They have two of their own planes. I don't how get it bad either. can travel be? Are they staying in awful hotels? Is there like you know the buses to the airport? Do they travel strange? Do they are they required to dress in suits, ties all the time that they don't yeah. like? When others kind of go in sweatsuits, like what is it about it? When you have your own plane and you just spend one night in a city like you guys do, yeah, we'll spend you know. A week, ten days on a road trip, whatever. How can it be that bad? I don't. I I don't know. I don't know how it could be that bad because it is amazing. Because their their uh their uh what was it? Their travel um got a D plus. Through a plane, I don't understand. Like, what what are they bitching about? Like, they don't like the bus that they're taking. The biggest one for me was like you know the facilities. Obviously, their staff and and their strength coaches. Those are like their highest grades in their food service. I get it, but. Uh, weight room D, like training room C minus, locker room C plus, and it's like it makes me go back to thinking of Bill talking about the the Vegas Raiders, like yeah. a shot at Kraft. They have unbelievable facilities. Ours suck. Yeah, you know, and it goes back to talking about you know, spending money. You know, we don't spend as much cash, even though everyone's ripping on them with the free agent class, and it's team's 31st in, in cash spending the last five years. Facilities here are incredible. What are this they? This is a, the Taj Mahal yeah. of football facility what are they spending their money on because we know they don't go nuts i mean they did a couple years back in free agency but that's not their mo their facilities suck they don't treat their families well 
Like, what is going on down there? What would you give, uh, real quickly, what would you give uh, back when you played? But also, remember, you, you were able to see a bunch of other places, so you had more knowledge than other people. What would you give the Red Sox uh, locker room back in the day when you played? Probably like a D. Yeah. Small, Minus. right? Wasn't it really small? It was small. Like, they've done everything they possibly can. With the space available. Right. Like, our batting cage was in center field under the bleachers. They now have one under the you know by the dugout. Between innings, we used to go up there and hit off a tee in our small locker room to get ready. Now they can go in a cage. You know, I mean, it was probably an F. You know what I mean? I as far say, as the facility goes. What would you say about just food? Food. Food was always pretty good. Yeah. Maybe like the B minus. And travel? B, what B, was travel like? Travel was bad. It was we, bad? We were on a Delta. I don't know. We had like... It was the, a chartered flight. No, I mean, no, it was, you know, it was a Delta flight with nobody on it. Like, we had to drop that middle seat. Had to bring out the screwdriver. Yes. Had to drop a metal seat. You know, now everyone's in charters. You know, now everyone's got, like, you know, really nice planes. And I shouldn't say that because I haven't traveled with the team. I will this year. You are, yeah. But I'll know more about, like, travel, how they treat their families. I know they've always treated our families great. But, I don't know, I just imagine if this thing came out in the Red Sox. Holy yeah. smokes. People right, so you, so, uh, all over it. So you're going to be here all day. All day. Uh, all, uh, for the next three hours. You're going to be here on Monday also. Uh, so if you want to call in, you got a question. We'll talk. Fo- yeah, football questions. We'll take them all day. 617-779-7937. Uh, but right now... I'm going to do a rule review with you. What okay, you, right. you were down there. You saw it. lots of you know talk about the rules and whether they like them. You're going to lose fans. You're going to keep fans. We'll do that right next with Lou Maloney. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.